I'm Natalia Loback, and this is Change Course. Change has taken something from us, and we want it back. I'm recording this on February 10th, 2022. And for those of you who are listening in in February, you have a sense of what's happening right now in the world. For those of you who might find this podcast later, let me paint a picture. So in Canada, there have been escalating protests around anti-vaccine, anti-restriction, anti-lockdown, and they are continuing and escalating and inspiring protests around the world. And what I hear in the messages that are coming through is change has taken something from us and we want it back. So the pandemic is a change that happened to us. We didn't have control over a virus. We still don't. And we've been living at the mercy of nature for the past two years. It's really important in understanding when change happens to us that there is that loss of control, that loss of power. And while some of us may understand that control is really an illusion, being human involves feeling like we're in control of our lives, like we're in control of our destiny. Losing control can be a very dehumanizing experience. And so when we're embarking on an intentional change journey, there is a danger here. We really need at the beginning to understand who is going to be affected by that change and how and what their response might be. So a tool that I use is called a change impact assessment. And I pair this with a deep stakeholder investigation and stakeholder assessment when I am starting on any change journey. And even in cases like this, where a crisis prompts the change unexpectedly, this is still a really important exercise as we start leading through that change and into recovery. So it's really, really important to understand where stakeholders are coming from and how we think that they might respond to change. And this is a very powerful tool because it helps us access empathy and it helps us access that understanding of why people may be feeling the way that they're feeling. And in order to move through change, it's really important to be able to access this in order to help people move through their own emotional journey in change. The other piece that's really important is understanding power dynamics. And so part 
of what is happening in the world right now also has to do with power. And interestingly, in any change, there is a shift in power. One of the things that I do and advocate for is understanding the power dynamics before going into any change. Because in change, there are going to be people affected either by gaining or by losing power. And when people lose power, this is where that resistance can start to manifest. And you start to see the manifestation of those emotional responses to loss. And we've talked about the five stages of loss in a, in a previous episode. Those emotions start to manifest. Depending on the type of group that you have, you're going to see those emotions coming forward like sadness, like depression. And for this particular demographic, the emotion that we most often see in a loss of power is anger. And so that is the reason why we're seeing this response manifest in anger. Something else about the loss of power is having to do with the massive social change that we're going through as well. And so in addition to this environment of thinking about personal choice and self-determination, around vaccines, around uh, pandemic behaviors and restrictions. We also have the juxtaposition of a massive social change that has occurred. And what has been happening in this social change is that marginalized voices, voices that we haven't heard from previously, voices that were oppressed, are rising in prominence. But what happens in a situation like that is that there is, as you increase in equality, there are groups that lose power. So I want to share this quote. When you're accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression. Now, I looked everywhere and I'm trying to attribute this quote But uh, I, I can't find the attribution. This has been flying around everywhere. And in a lot of ways, it's really true. Because when you are accustomed to having power, you're accustomed to having privilege, all of a sudden, equality feels like a loss of power. Because it actually, it is. So I was meditating on this this week and I pulled up a great essay by Doug Mooder, uh, The Daily Shift. He, or The Weekly, uh, The Weekly Sift, sorry. <laughs> Doug Mooder, The Weekly Sift. He's from New Hampshire, which is the live free or die state, which kind of made me laugh a little bit. Um, and he wrote in 2012 uh, this great essay on the distress of the privileged. So he talks a lot about this idea of when privilege is being lost, that there is an experience of distress. The interesting thing is that he talks about how to address it. And 
there is a lot of truth in what he says. Empathy is, is really important here. Listening to those emotions of other people is really important because the emotional experiences are valid. They're real. At the same time, though, we can't go back. It's not a negotiation. We have a right to feel the emotions we feel as a result of change. But it doesn't mean we get to return power and privilege because more equality is better for everyone. But again, it does make some people feel like change has taken something from us and we want it back. The slogan, make whatever great, again, is an excellent example of that sentiment. It's important to remember where we are in this change. It is two years since this pandemic started. It's nearing 80% vaccination uptake here in Canada. And that's pretty typical. I mean, we've talked about the adoption curve um, by Rogers, diffusion of innovation. This is where we would expect to be. We've done pretty well. But there's always going to be that 5% of resistors, the 5% and maybe 10% that do not adopt the change. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, this is a choice. This is a choice. Self-determination and being able to make choices is really important. However, choice can come with consequences. Part of the challenge that we have is in Canada, we've actually done fairly well, but we are a bit more of a collectivist society than our southern neighbors. So in the U.S., where there has been a rolling back of restrictions, a return to quote-unquote normalcy, the U.S. is experiencing a death toll of almost a million of their citizens. In Canada, we have not experienced that. But at the same time, what this means is that many of the people who are protesting and angry right now have not experienced the pain of loss. So to them, it's really not something that they feel like they need to be afraid of. That's not the fear that's driving their anger. And as frustrating and as angry as this can make some of us feel, those of us who have felt that sting of loss, those those of us who have tried to protect extremely vulnerable people during this time, as angry as it can make us to have somebody not understand us. 
we need to try to understand their fear because understanding and hearing somebody's fear is actually the most humanizing thing that we can do. I hope that this was helpful this week. If you liked what you heard, I invite you to like, review, share, and subscribe to the Change Course podcast. It helps others find us. And you can find all of our show notes on our website, www.charthouse.ca. Look for the Change Course podcast. And while you're visiting us, sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. And you can keep on top of all things change, what we're working on, and our latest research. I hope this was helpful. And remember, it's never too late to change course.